Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Hey, Auburn family, welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the U2C Network. Another W to talk about today. The Auburn Tigers continue to improve. This time they improved to 14-1 and 3-0 and in conference play. The only team in the SEC right now that is 3-0 in Southeastern Conference play. As we continue to get better and better, you're seeing this team mesh more and more, and you're seeing this team get healthier and healthier, and it is a great sign to see as your Auburn Tigers come out on top at home by the score of 85-73 to over the Florida Gators. Big win, big tone-setting win, big first real Saturday home game that we've had all year, and uh, the jungle was as livid as they've been all year. And uh, to do that, I uh, – We've gone back in the past a little bit to last year since uh, my dad actually was sick um, today to do the podcast. So I was like, oh, instead of doing my, myself, let's bring in good old Kyle Loomis. Kyle, how are you? You can take the guy out of the podcast, but you can't take the podcast out of the guy. <laughs> That's great. That's a great line. If that, if I said that correctly, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, I may have said it backwards. But either way, I'm back, folks. You can't get rid of me that that <laughs> That's right. That's right. He's back and he, he's he's here, at least for this one. Maybe maybe for the special one upcoming, maybe later this week. We'll see. We'll see. But let's let's just get it. Let's just get right into this game. Let's uh, this this is a tone setting win for Auburn. Mm. This is a this is a win that you know a lot of a lot of national writers and a lot of even even in the Southeastern Conference still were, people were kind of like, ooh, I don't really know about. You know, they look like the best team in the SEC. They've had some weird games. They've played kind of kind of a weird schedule, a tough schedule, but kind of a weird one. Um, but I, I think this one right here really set in the tone. And uh, the latest, and it's, it's proven with the national on the national stage with the latest Joe Lenardi bracketology coming out. Auburn is the third overall team, a one seed right now. And in the CBS rankings that came out on Sunday today. Auburn is the number two team in the country. Oh, man. I, I, I'm honestly shocked. Great. It's amazing. Um, because here, I've got a little egg on my face. You know, I, on the YouTube channel, we do a lot of discussions about this during the week, whether it be a live stream after the game or, you know, just in general chats that we have in other live streams about this. And I've been asked a lot, you know, do you think Auburn will make it in the top five, the top three, number one overall? And, you know, I even said on the most recent one, you know, I think they can break the top five. But I think, you know, there's they're going to probably have a few bumps along the way. I don't know that they can break yeah. the top three. And lo and behold, I mean, you know, in basketball, rankings don't matter. They they really don't. Uh, your RPI, your net rankings, probably the one that you really want to pay attention to. But lo and behold, on, you know, a reputable ranking, we're number two. Yeah. What, what the crap is going on? Like, what what the actual crap? I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm, I'm excited. That's, that's crazy to think about. I I was honestly shocked today when I saw that come out that Auburn 
is being ranked as high as number two. It's 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 nice to get a little respect, isn't it? Oh, it's phenomenal. It's, it, but it's weird coming from an coming from an Auburn perspective. It's weird to get respect like this, especially when Bruce Pearl is your head coach and you know all the the crap that this program has gone through in the past and all. But man. My dad, we're going to steal a line from my dad here. You got to enjoy this team while we've got them because, whoa, this is a good, good basketball team. And they keep getting better. Yeah, they absolutely can. And, you know, I will I'll quote very loosely here because I don't have it pulled up in front of me or the video. Katie Johnson post game yesterday uh, said what it was discussing what it was like to play for this team. He said he's never played on a, a team, a squad before where his bench is just as good as his starters. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you insert in there. And, you know, it, it, it's cliche to say that sometimes. You always hope that's the case, but I, this is the truth, man. Yeah. Jalen Williams and Wendell Green come off the bench, and there ain't an ounce of a drop-off. In fact, there's, no. they're better in some areas. Um, and yeah. I know we're going to get into all this stuff, but, you know, Jalen Williams, my man, I love you so much. Let me just say that right now. I, I have, you know, I reserve my man crushes in Auburn sports for, for special people. Jalen Williams is working his way up there. That he needs to. He the Swiss Army knife for this team. He can do everything. He can defend. He can show, and he showed today, especially with you know Jabari and Walker both getting into foul trouble, especially early, and some some really questionable calls, especially on Jabari Smith's end. But you know we'll we'll let that slide. And Jabari still having you know that kind of impact where you, you look at him and you go, well, that's the first overall pick in the draft. Right. Uh, but but you said Wendell Green. Oh, I think we like get better when Wendell comes on the floor. He had a little bit of a turnover problem, had five turnovers in this game, you know, just to four assists, but scored 13 points. Those two big threes that he hit, the one in the first half and the one late in the game, huge. And then you get a guy like Alan Flanagan who's getting healthier and healthier and looks better and better uh, physically. And it's it's showing in his game. He got eight points and four for five from the field today with uh, three boards. So, but I mean, the depth on this team, being able to go 11 deep with guys like Leor Berman and Dylan Carwell and Chris Moore and those guys, you know, they might not be crazy scorers, but you don't need that on this team. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that it's we get better when Wendell comes in, and I don't mean that as a slight as Wendell in any way. He's probably number two on my – actually, if, I, if I'm really honest here, Leor Berman is my number one really closely by <laughs> yeah. Jalen Williams and then probably Wendell Green. And all and ironically, all of these guys are coming off the bench. That's that's the yeah. funny thing about this team. And don't, I love Jabari. You know, I love Katie Johns. I love all these guys. But there's something special about guys who come off the bench and not only contribute – but change the the way the game is played for you in a good way. Yeah. And that's what Wendell Green does when he comes in. Yeah, you're right. He didn't have the most clean game in the Florida matchup, but he comes into the game. It's not that you get better. It's just different. The pace becomes different. The style yeah. of play, uh, the, the whole idea of being able to drive into the lane like he does and have the foresight to plan ahead. Either I'm taking this to the hole, or I'm going to be coming around the backside of the of the board there looking for Walker Kessler, Jabari right. Smith, whoever coming driving through the paint to dunk it. Like it, it's so he's so smart, so aware of himself, even with a game where he had more turnovers. And he just changes the way that Auburn plays. And I think that's part of the reason that these runs that other teams go on where they catch back up to us. I mean, Florida did it today. Yeah. They got back within one in crunch time and that's kudos to them but Wendell Green and guys like that who come in and just all of a sudden flip the script on how Auburn's gonna play you and there's no drop off that's 
it's incredible talent and it's an incredible time to watch opera basketball. Okay. You, you nailed it right on the head. He's just different. This is a different style of plays between him and when him and Zep are on the floor or when they're both on the floor together and KD's out or whatever you, however you want to rotate these guards and you can throw Cambridge in there now because now that Flanagan's back, but he, he does bring a different element to the, to the thing. You would say when he's really smart and you think about his age, this kid is 19. He's a, he was a freshman last year. He's technically still a freshman this year because last year was a COVID year. So we relate him to Jared Harper, but I think he's better than Jared Harper was at this point in his career right now. It's it's probably not untrue um, when you just try to kind of compare proportion wise this point in his career versus Jared in his career. Um, I still think that we basically took something of Jared, something of Sharif and combined it into one thing that is Wendell yeah. <laughs> because I see flash, whether it's shooting from the logo, whether it's, you know, the, the driving ability, the finding other people ability uh, yeah. that Sharif had. I, I just, we have found a diamond in the rough again in Wendell green, a guy that people looked over kind of like, yeah, he's a good point guard, but that's, that's about it. Nah, nah, he's more yeah. than that. He, he's a game changer. And he's coming off the bench. Yeah, exactly. And, and doing it willingly. Yeah. This is yeah. this is this is the perfect dynamic for a team because you have guys that are saying I want to stay off the bench, or coming off the bench because I'm contributing more to this team. Doing that that doesn't mean like in time. I mean, I'm trying to find the the breakdown in time here real quick. Wendell Green gets 25 minutes. He's only beaten out by Katie Johnson in times played, and that's yeah. because there's a lot of foul trouble for some of the guys, the big guys, Kessler and Jabari. He's basically a starter. I mean, that there you can't argue it any other way. It's just because we can't play six people out there. That's the only reason he's not a starter. Yeah. Yeah. You could argue the same thing for Jalen Williams. You know, Jalen only getting 21 minutes tonight, but you could say that's low, but you got guys like Jabari. But with foul trouble, I mean, Jalen played one of his best games. Today, yeah. And the, the, the four point play was, you know, spectacular. About made my, um, my throat came undone when I was when I was screaming <laughs> at the TV. But let's talk about let's talk. We talked a lot about the bench guys. Let's talk a little about these starters a little bit. You know, let's talk about Walker foul trouble. I some questionable calls, especially early. Him and Jabari got some questionable calls on the inside. You know, I, I think the rest had a little bit of an eager whistle. Um, but not, not a great game for Walker. But again, he made he just. He makes the game so different when he's on the floor because defensively, not only can is he such a big you know, presence in the inside, but he allows our guards to get up and guard knowing that we've got an eraser behind us. So, um, yeah. You can so take a lot of he chances. He finishes with six minutes. Yeah, you exactly. can take a lot of chances yeah. with him because he – creates opportunities defensively uh, rebounding wise that Auburn hasn't been used to. And that's not, not knocking anybody that's been here in the past. Who's been considered a rebounder. It's just Kessler's kind of found his role. And they, I think during this game on the broadcast, they took some uh, images, some, some plays from him at North Carolina. And even in those yeah. few plays they showed of him at North Carolina, you can tell how his game has changed from what he was doing uh, he's kind of he's not really filled out a lot more, but he has some. I think Bruce has allowed him to kind of accept the role that he's more suited for on this team, and it's what made him so yeah. comfortable. And you know, I think he's just meshed with, as a lot of the players have meshed with each other so much better than he did formerly with the UNC guys. It's just, yeah. You're catching lightning in a bottle here with these guys playing together, 
what they do for each other. And it's it's exciting to watch. I, I am concerned with you know the foul trouble situations. This was not a perfect game for Auburn. Let's be clear. Oh yeah. Uh, this this is a game that thankfully we we were talented enough to overcome uh, some struggles, whether that be foul trouble, whether that be turnovers, and uh, didn't let us affect us in the end. Uh, but Kessler for sure, even when he's having an off game um, by points standards, he still makes a huge difference. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C Network Booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C Network to join the E2C Network Booster Club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Let's talk a little bit about the, the probably the player of the game, and it's, it's, it's probably pretty unanimous who the player of the game is, especially the starters role. Let's talk about KD Johnson. That mm. This dude... He is lightning in a bottle. He's a bowling. He's a ball of energy. I, there's so many ways you can describe him, and he doesn't just make that impact on the defensive end. But today, he made it on the offensive end, going three for four from three. You know, we haven't seen that since the Bahamas. He hasn't, you know, scored this much since he was scoring 27 against UConn in our one loss. Um, it was good to see him out there. It, it, it looks like whenever he's on the floor, the energy is just. Even if he's not on the floor, he just changes the energy of the team. And I, you know, I said it all the two times we played Georgia last year. I said it right. I I said it on those podcasts. I was like, this dude reminds me of Sean Shivers, but with more energy. And that you know that was hard to say with you know with Sean, but he he, he brings just a different element to the game. And he's he's perfect in that role. He's the guy you love to hate if he's on the yeah. opposite side of the team, but you love him if he's here. And, and and I'll be honest with you, there's some things that he does that frustrates me, um, you know, with a little yeah. bit of a kind of a coaching. I, I, I didn't coach anybody legitimately outside of like rec league and stuff, but being a basketball player growing up, you got everybody's got a little bit of a coach in them, um, especially as you get older and you're taught to not excessively dribble. Don't just stand in one place, dribbling through your legs and it frustrates me sometimes when he does that, but every time he does it, he sucks his defender in and either drives past them or throws up a three-pointer and nails it every time. So it's kind of yeah. like those situations where you go, no, 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 oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes. You know, that's that's the player that he is. And, you know, I think there's this balance that Bruce has found with KD and a lot of the players, frankly, 
is you live them the freedom to try to use what they're talented at, even if it's a little unconventional and not necessarily what you're supposed to do. And then they buy in more into your system and want to play for you play the right way and do the things that you're asked them to do because you he gives them the freedom to be creative to be athletes and that's what i I see a lot in the kd situation where there's a lot of no 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 but it results in a lot of yes 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 yeah yeah and he's got the talent to do that as do as is all we have 11 players that i would feel comfortable doing that maybe maybe not dylan maybe not dylan carwell but uh (laughs) dylan came in and played a, a outstanding game off the bench 14 minutes that is that's a little too much for a guy like Dylan but he had to fill in that role when Walker was getting in foul trouble he came in had seven boards and kind of hang with uh with the Castleton kid from uh, Florida and it was it was impressive because you bring in a guy like that off the bench who shouldn't get the minutes that he got but used him and used him well yeah Um, yeah I think you could make the case tonight that you know this game is more about um Cardwell and Jalen Williams and it is Kessler and Jabari Smith and you you can look at the stats to compare that too for the most part I know Cardwell didn't have a lot of you know he didn't have any points he had a lot of rebounds uh but you know really tonight was a test of what happens when Auburn loses its dynamic duo in the front court and you just saw it against a good team that there's not really any drop off is is you're you're talking about losing for several minutes the number one player of course there's some drop off yeah but it ain't that noticeable and i am so happy for that yeah that's impressive it's impressive let's talk about that little number one player that you just referred to Uh, look jabari is a run stopper he is he's that quiet killer that sometimes isn't so quiet but he's that guy that man, he's going to be a millionaire next year because NBA teams eat this kind of stuff up because you see a lot of it in the guys like Kevin Durant and LeBron, and you just have that killer instinct, killer mindset. And he he showed it. He showed it two for two from three, 13 points, five boards, two assists, and 21, in just 21 minutes because of all the foul trouble he got in. He had two quick ones on the early, which kept him out of a lot of the first half. And then he got that horrible third foul. I think it was at the beginning of the second half where he had to sit the most beginning of the second half. And that's kind of when Florida made their little run, but then Jabari came in and nailed a three. It was, it was all over. Yeah. I mean, he's basically the icing on the cake, but he's also the icing on the other team a lot of time because you think he's down and then all of a sudden he's just taking the smoothest three point shot ever. Then he's, you know, bringing you into the lane, doing a turnaround jumper. I mean, he, he's got all the talent. And I, can I say I'm bored with it? No, I, I don't mean it like that, but like, I just expect it now. I was like, oh, he's going to, yeah. you know, back up into the lane, do he's a little turnaround jumper. It's going in. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. We're good. We're good. Um, and obviously we need to be thankful, as your dad says all the time on the show, yeah. while we have him and all of these guys, frankly. But, um, he, yeah, he is definitely a game changer. Uh, if nothing else, he draws the attention away from a lot of the other guys, allowing them to flourish. Uh, that's what happened, I think, for Kessler is Jabari Smith all of a sudden was like, oh, wow, everybody, this guy's legit. Focus on him. Here comes Kessler flourishing now. Oh, oh, we got Kessler under under control. Oh, here, here's Katie Johnson. Oh, we got yeah. him under control. Here's the bench. Yeah. Deal with the we bench. scored 35 points. Exactly. Yeah. You took the words right out of my mouth. And 35 yeah. to 9. If nothing else, you want to talk about what won this game, it's the bench. That's the story yeah. of the night. And I, we haven't I, – I can't remember, Gray, when we were doing the show together last year – I felt like we got pretty decent production from the bench, but I can't think of another time where we consistently night in and night out 
looked to the bench and got excited for the guys that were coming in and being like, wow, what, what's going to be different? What's going to change yeah. out of this? Like, how, how are they going to tear them up this time? This, this is, it's just, it's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Well, that right there is the fact that, you know, three or four of those guys coming off the bench now were the starters last year mm-hmm. and have those, has that quality experience and has that, knows what is just, it's special. It's special. This team is special. They keep getting better. They keep getting wins. Um, let's let's do let's do player of the game real quick. Well, I, I think there's just one, but you can pick with within you know three or four. I think in this game because uh-huh. you know based on circumstances and however you want to say it, I guess. But uh, I'm 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 gonna go with KD. I I think you know I, I said in the Bahamas tournament that's these are his breakout games. This is what's gonna you know kick him in the high gear and get him rolling. But, yeah. uh, you know, then he saw a little bit of a shooting struggle, but it was good to see him knock down those threes tonight and see, you know, because his aggressiveness, if you combine his aggressiveness with the the shooting aspect, I mean, he's got to come out and guard because he can go right by you. And sometimes he gets a little too aggressive. Now, that's that's something to take into account, but he's he's played, he played a fantastic game. I mean, yeah, he's the obvious choice in terms of stats and stuff, but I will argue specifically from this game, but I can do it in several games this season. This team is not as good. This team struggles. This team has more losses without Jalen Williams, and tonight proved it. He's the second leading scorer overall. He comes in, and while he's not as long and big as Walker Kessler, Jabari Smith, you really don't notice anything different because he's such a versatile player. Knocking down a three for the four-point opportunity, getting fouled on that, driving into lane. He has a sports center top 10 dunk the game before that. I mean, yeah. tonight, Jalen Williams, if you haven't paid attention, proved his value to this team. And it's it's sad for me because you know, you always give out that sixth man award and it's always a non-starter who gets it every year. And that's a very like it's a big honor to have. Yeah. You, you, you kind of want to give it to Wendell because yeah. he's basically a starter and he's coming off the bench, but then you got to ignore Jalen Williams and what he's, he's done for this team. I, yeah. I truly believe as of this moment, of the season, Jalen Williams, without him, this team struggles a lot more. I agree. I agree. I agree. Cause there's just those certain games where, you know, we saw with Jabari against South Carolina, you know, Jabari's, he's the best player in college basketball, but he's, you know, he's not perfect. And neither is Kessler, and neither is a guy like, you know, Devin Cambridge or Alan Flanagan. And having those guys coming off the bench are that consistent and that it make that much of an impact will be the difference in this team being a great team and a good team and a bad team. So and right now, this is a great Auburn basketball team. Can I have can I have my one gripe? And you know what it's oh, yeah. going to be about. What, what's it going to be about? I, I know it's going to be about the free throws. Listen, 77% for most people is good enough. It's not for me. Uh, this team is way too talented to not be making 80 percent of their free of their free throws. I'm sorry, I, I that's that's just me. That's my standards. And while I said tonight, you know, I, I could understand the frustrations the in the game that were happening with the refs. You know, Mayans were kind of getting a little bit, you know, focused on that. Um, still, 80 percent. I, I gotta have it, guys. I mean, Zep Jasper, buddy. Uh, you gotta you gotta make your. Uh, Oh, he made his free throws. Excuse me. I was looking at three pointers there, but you know, it's, these are free throws, make them. And then the turnover situation, that obviously was the bigger thing. I think that was probably the main issue. It was that combined with losing the offensive rebound battle, not by much 11 to nine Florida won that one, but those second chance opportunities, you could, you saw how Florida 
while they haven't been picked to do outstanding things in the SEC this year, if you let them hang around, they will do something very bad oh, yeah. to you on your home that's court. That's going to be so, a really good team. And yeah. A team that's going to that's going to cause a little chaos. And they're this, missing their best league. player, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, let's do a little small discussion because they don't deserve much more. Let's do a little small discussion about the uh, the game on Tuesday night. Uh, let me check the time. What time is that game? I can't even remember. I don't have. It I, I do see. I don't even. I'm not even. Like, Are we talking about, about the number two team in the SEC? Is that what we're talking about, <laughs> Jeff Goodman, the number two team in the SEC? Sorry. Hey, Every time I get a chance, the dog in my the, hand. <laughs> that was bad. The, the their game against Missouri was bad. They, they showed how they showed the exact blueprint how to beat them, and you know Bruce is preaching it to his team right now. But Tuesday night, January eleventh at eight p.m. Central Time, the Auburn Tigers go to Coleman Coliseum to, for the takeover at Coleman Coliseum, <laughs> and they will play the the school across the state, the Alabama Crimson Tide, and uh, the first matchup in this series. I, this team won't be ranked next week after their horrible, horrible loss at Missouri against a six and seven Missouri team who was missing their best player. I I don't I don't believe in this Alabama team, but you know, you know they're gonna bring their A game. You know they all they want to do is beat Auburn, you know, because they're the little brother in basketball, you know. Right. So let's just go put them in their place Tuesday night. I think personally that this Alabama team has been highly overrated this entire season. You know, people that were buying into them and Nate Oates, you know, because of one year. And now that's not to say that they're a bad basketball team. So don't hear me saying that and think that I'm taking this game lightly. Uh, let's talk about the context of it. They're, I'm just going to say it probably coming off a national championship win in football. Uh, that's, that's, I guess that's a prediction. I hate it, but you know, there's no good scenario out of that. Jordan on Monday Lee, night. Stinson Bennett can't catch a snap. Exactly. But <laughs> anyway, well, however it turns out, there's going to be either they're pissed off about that or they're elated about that. They'll be celebrating the Iron Bowl victory that, as we always do, the tradition in, in basketball season, the presentation yep. of the ODK trophy. And they want to burst our bubbles even more. Yep. No matter what else factors into that, that's, that's what's really a factor here. They're going to be ready to play. They're going to be ready to embarrass us if if they get the opportunity to and you you saw that there is you know maybe a blueprint for how to best attack auburn get them into foul trouble out rebound them on especially offensive get your second chance shots down um you know that's you know some generic things there but this auburn team is very good but it is not perfect and if they can go into coleman and get a win i don't think you it would still be a quad one win even if they drop a little bit in the rankings yeah, they'll add that yeah. right they'll add that to the south carolina with their resume as really good ones so as much as we love to give them a hard time it is still going to be a tough fight and they're going to be ready regardless of yeah. how the rest of this week goes for them no doubt no doubt i'm, I'm excited for it well you know, always nervous about playing them and in, in literally anything because you never know what's going to happen in this rivalry in anything as we saw last November. So um, we'll be back to discuss that later on this week. And uh, you can you can tell, Kyle, you go ahead and tell them where they can find you and where they can find the network. 
Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at TigerEye24. I do some things over there, but uh, the easiest way to keep up with me is over on the YouTube channel. Just type in E2C Network on there. That'll bring that up. We do a lot of live streams. Lately, I've been doing some uh, post-game live streams where we just kind of react and talk about the game itself. We'll definitely be doing that after this one. Uh, So don't miss out on that if you haven't checked that out. Awesome. Also, you can find me on Twitter at Gray Oldenburg or on Instagram at GrayO21. And uh, until next time, War Eagle. War Eagle. Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.